of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast this Monday, April 24th, 2023. And um, as I said, the first hour I'm going to call Total War. The second hour we'll call uh, Deus Ex Machina, the AI deception. So we'll get into that. And what I really want to do is demystify the AI. There's a bait and switch going on. We'll get to that. Uh, Let's do the continue. We'll do the phones here. Uh, for a minute, uh, so go ahead. What were you? Uh, what were you? Uh, so yeah, yeah, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking about. Well, we acknowledge basically that the god of this world, Satan, um, is the god of this world, um, and so we get into basically the jinn are smokeless fire. Uh, everybody. It basically acknowledges this as um, electricity. But then we get into the AI. Uh, the AI is also electricity. And so what I'm starting to bring you up to is that uh, the AI is actually the conduit on which uh, the demonic powers are able to influence uh, the world. And if you go into, you know, God is omnipotent and omnipresent. Um, And so how would Satan do this? How would he be the God of this world? He would do it through electricity. And so uh, just take a look at Skype. Now, um, I do radio shows, or I used to do radio shows. I don't do them anymore. But uh, anyways, with Australia, within one second... Or five seconds, I can talk to people in Australia um, through Skype. That's impossible. That's not. That's not even the speed of light. How is the How is that able to be done through, um, uh, you, you know, electricity? Uh, then we go on to uh, uh, Chris. Who are the most holiest people on the earth? Go ahead. I don't know. The Amish? Wow. You are good, Chris. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm impressed. You're actually right. But they do not use electricity. Right. They do not use any electricity at all. 
Um, and so when you get into um, people, um, what are people actually made of? Uh, when you actually start to, you know, break down the um, the um, uh, the physics of uh, people, uh, uh, how our brains work, what 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 actually goes on there? Oh, we, we need to. We got a lot of ground to cover, so we need to kind of put a put a bow on this. No, no, I want to put a bow on it. Uh, the bow is electricity. It seems like that Satan uh, is able to manipulate the world through electricity. That is the big thing. That's the big thing that gets into people's brains, uh, cell phones, uh, Amish. Right. I mean, uh, so you go on. To your point, basically, to set, sort of come to the punchline. He's the God of, of this world. Uh, in other words, the Bible to, says he's the God of this world. How does he become the God of this world? He becomes the God of this world through electricity. And now no, I'm going to get to he AI. That. He accomplished AI. that by the usurpation in the garden. And it is right. affected the way that you're talking about. But to just sort of come to the punchline of this no, hour. I, I, I want to go to AI. Uh, we we to need to AI. move on. So we need to move on. No, no, no. Chris, AI. What is AI all about? That's what we're going to talk about this hour. I appreciate your call. We're moving on. I appreciate it. I do. You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir. That's what we're going to do. So to come to the just sort of full circle, the deception works this way. It's the, you know, if you read, don't read it, but if you read Alice Bailey's, um, the externals, well, it's not Alice Bailey, the channel, the received work credited to Alice Bailey, you know, the automatic writing thing, which makes you think, you know, when it comes to plagiarism, we hear a lot about the AI uh, you know, is is a plagiarism. They're all plagiarism engines. Sounds a lot like the automatic writing stuff. Anyway, if you read the externalization of the hierarchy, which I don't recommend, you see that a hundred years ago the notion was that um, you know, with all of this noise and stuff, which is sort of ironic because of the bump we played this hour. Anyway, that notwithstanding, the noise of the First World War was was a particular example that was cited in the externalization of the hierarchy as being part of an effort to to cause a, a tear or a rent. It was referred to in the space time continuum and, um, you know, allowing this demonic horde to re-infiltrate um this realm if you want to call it that for you know just to to simplify and so the the bait and switch that's going on is that has been happening you see that depicted in some of the movies you know like the superman stuff the comic stuff the you know these ascended masters as they are called in theosophical terms demons that uh, are depicted as these ancient wise characters are going to help us on earth. Only things never seem to work out well uh, or as planned. So there's this effort to bring those characters here. And as the gentleman is saying, this, you know, advanced technology is a mechanism or the medium, quote unquote, by which to bring these characters and uh, sort of overrun the world. But we're fed this nonsense about 
artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is just Legos. It's just really fast math. That's all it is. So I want to demystify that. That's where we're headed now. Um, I suppose we should just play the next video. True stream media when seeing and hearing is no longer believing. This this is kind of this feels like the you know the scary stuff that we're the we've been fed a lot of this stuff lately with the Elon Musk. Um, you know all these guys saying, "Oh my gosh!" You know the genie's out of the bottle. There is no genie when it comes to artificial intelligence and machine learning. It's just Legos. It's just math. But we'll get to that first. Let's let's hear a little bit of uh, you know the, the 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 boogeyman aspect of it. Can we play the True Stream Media video, please? To that end, let's talk about the Uncanny Valley for a second. I feel like we're personally living there. I don't know about you. It's not something that people have an easy time defining. But you know it when you see it because you also feel it in the place in your brain that activates your fight or flight response. (laughs) The place in your brain where your nightmares are born. It's when something looks like it's alive, but it's not. And the valley is actually a giant gulf between those two things. Something that's not alive, but looks like it could, could be. Hopefully not creaking across your floor at night while you're trying to sleep. This includes anthropomorphized things that mimic human traits and emotions. I invited a friend of mine over to have a little dinner. Like can meet him. Here he is, the letter M. But are not human. And whatever this is. I don't know, everything feels just weird. (laughs) Everything just feels weird to me. Right now, more than normal, I think everything feels weird. Probably all the time for the whole of my life. But now, in particular... Let me just specify, I feel like everything has gotten weirder to an uncomfortable degree. I mean, we're, we're in that liminal space now, for sure. We, we still have a vague conception of what normal felt like, and we're grasping at that, but like we can't, we can't seem to get a hold on it now. We're just, we're just here now, and, and the train tracks are only going in the one direction, and that's it. So, and I looked down at the hot dog and there was a face on him. And I I think the censorship has a huge part to play in making everything feel really phony right now. Because when everything is put into a bubble to support one narrative and all contradicting information and questions about that narrative are suppressed and silenced and black holed and buried. It feels phony. It feels fake. It feels like it's being top down enforced in a way that why would it need all of that if it can stand on the merits of itself? You see what I'm saying? If the argument it's being made or the story that's being told supports itself then it shouldn't it shouldn't be concerned about a few little questions and a few criticisms but when you silence and shut all that down you make it feel phony 
even if it's not phony, even if everything that's being say, said is completely 100% true, it feels fake because that's that's what happens. And I think it's really weird, too, that we have people who work in the government and other organizations that are acting genuinely confused about the lack of faith and trust in these institutions following that situation. But once it comes out that you're doing that, you don't, you are, trust is earned. You, you have to give people a reason to trust you. And it's like, these people are confused. Like I thought trust was just something we extracted from the public, like taxes. Sometimes it feels like I just don't know where we are anymore. (laughs) We're in that weird middle space between whatever's coming and all the crap that just happened. And you can't go back, and we're not forward yet to whatever it is. I mean, we feel ourselves inching there, but we're just not quite, we're not quite there. And everything looks the same, but it's not the same in many respects. And and there's just a lot that I can't, I can't tell you anymore. Like, I don't know what stage of global oligarchical collectivism it is when they start measuring asteroids and platypi and armadillos like i I don't know where that is what what is that i don't know we're past personalized ads now we're to the point where people feel like the internet is interacting back with them in ways that they didn't elicit the black abyss of that mirror is now staring back squarely at everyone And people have told me stories about how their phone seems to know what they're going to look for before they look for it. And it's not something they've said out loud. It's not something they've talked about around this technology for keywords being searched out. It's some random thought that's come into their mind. Like my mother-in-law was talking about this at a lunch a few weeks back. And she said she was, I think she said she was thinking of looking up a boat or something like that, and they don't have a boat, they don't shop for boats, they haven't shopped for boats. A boat is not something you buy. Like, I buy toilet paper every week, I'm going to go buy a boat every week. It's just a random thought she had. She didn't say it out loud to anyone. And then all of a sudden, her phone is trying to sell her boats. Got something that might interest you. I mean, <laughs> starts to feel a little bit like your mind is being read, okay? And I, I think some of that is how much data they have on everyone, but some of that is question mark. Okay, I don't know how that's happening to people. It doesn't seem like something that that technology could infer. If you're going to randomly think of some totally random thing that you don't think of ever, that has nothing to do with anything you own or are doing, and then all of a sudden your phone is like, hey, you didn't happen to think of this totally random thing you don't think of ever, have you? You, you want to you wanna look that up? You want to buy that? Hey, hey, come here, come here. So... It's people feel gaslighted. People feel gaslighted by this technology at this point in more ways than one. Sometimes when I go on Twitter or Instagram, I get a taste of just this giant wave of anxiety that's just engulfing society right now. It feels like it's going to teeter everything off the edge of a cliff before we even get to wherever all of this is headed before we even see where this is all going right it's just everyone is everyone is not freaking out but there's a lot of people who are freaking out collectively now in a group it's at those moments where it feels like the whole world might dash itself to bits if this just continues being held at this level like this i'm gonna hit the mic that i have to remind myself to go outside and touch grass so 
But it's in this environment, right, that we're now seeing AI get to a point where it is becoming indistinguishable from reality. All right, so in the remaining moments here, uh, and there's a lot more. That's just, you know, that's that's a seven-minute excerpt from a hour and 30 minute video and you can watch the rest and see a lot of the creepy stuff that doesn't really get into the creepy mentions um but i i think it speaks to sort of what people are thinking feeling how they're being led to feel and you know how the how the um the influence that uh colin cummings mentioned i am coach colin the clip that we played of klaus schwab and the the five pillars of control the power of persuasion people being persuaded um influenced and persuaded you know did was there a character that tried to do that in genesis 3 you know yea hath god said nah you won't die you shall sure you shall not surely die nah come on so what what is going on here? And remember, by the way, we didn't play it, but uh, speaking of Klaus Schwab, remember what we are doing is penetrating the cabinets. We didn't play that. We should have played that um, just to sort of underscore Colin Cummings' points that he made, which is brilliant. Again, hat, hats off to him. So Melissa, when she says, you know, it, it, people are – talking about the inner the uh internet acting inter interacting back with people it's not interacting back with people and um not having said something does not preclude as harari put it the algorithms knowing you better than you know yourself you know all all that's necessary to hack people he said remember we'll play that in a little bit is to know you a little better than you know yourself. Most people don't know themselves. Does this all sound like warfare? To know yourself, to know your enemy. You know, again, this is familiar terminology and we are there. It's not mind reading. It's Clark's third law. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. The question mark Melissa mentions is the demonic infiltration that I mentioned the lack of faith and trust, she mentioned, is straight out of the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. One of those several ostensibly apocryphal slash spurious documents that just keep coming true somehow. But why continue to eviscerate people's faith and trust in their government leaders? Well, obviously, because you're going to keep, you know, that that gets to another of those ostensibly apocryphal and spurious documents, Pike's. Uh, letter to Mazzini, August 15, 1871, outlining three world wars so that you can keep moving the authoritarian hierarchy, bumping control up and up and up in the pyramid, pyramidal hierarchy, so to speak, from na- nations to these interlocking groups to a, well, we played the clip, didn't we? Are we ready for a new world order at the World Government Summit? Do, do we really need... Do we really need a drawing to spell all this out for us? It's right out in plain sight. It's H.G. Wells' open conspiracy at this point. Headed into 
homeowners. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading the Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. Einstein once said, Future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Okay, so are are we getting it yet? Are people getting it with all of this stuff, you know, like what Melissa Dykes is talking about? Not the reality of it. No, I don't think so. Nope. Uh, what people are getting is just the magic, the trickery, the magic trick or the trickery uh, of uh, what's intended, basically, to get. 
So is AI really scary as being made out to seem? No. Uh, it's just Legos. First, though, uh, before we get to the Legos from Daniel O'Connor, let's hear uh, from Harari. Can we play Yuval Noah Harari real quick, please? There is a lot of talk these days about hacking computers and email accounts and smartphones and bank accounts. But we are actually entering the era in which it will be possible to hack human beings. Now, what does it mean to hack a human being? It means to create an algorithm that can understand you better than you understand yourself and can therefore predict your choices, manipulate your desires, and make decisions on your behalf. In order to control and manipulate you, the algorithms will not need to know you perfectly. This is impossible. Nobody can know anything perfectly. They will just need to know you a little better than you know yourself, which is not impossible because most people don't know themselves very well. Often, people don't know the most important things about themselves. I know this from my own personal experience. It was only when I was 21 that I finally realized that I was gay, after living for several years in denial. And today, I, I keep thinking back to the time when I was 15 or 16 or 17, and I tried to understand how did I miss it? It should have been so obvious, but the fact is that I didn't know. And that's hardly exceptional. Lots of gay men spend their entire teenage years not knowing something very important about themselves. But imagine the situation in a few years when an algorithm can tell any teenager exactly where he or she is on the gay-straight spectrum, just by collecting and analyzing data about you. One way to do it, there are many ways, but one way to do it is perhaps just to track eye movements. The computer can track my eye movements when I surf the internet or watch YouTube and analyze what my eyes do when I see an image say, of a sexy guy and a sexy girl walking together hand in hand on the beach. Where do my eyes focus and where do they linger? Now, even if you wouldn't like to use such an algorithm, to hear it from an algorithm, these news about yourself, what happens, let's say, if you find yourself in some birthday party of a kid from your class and somebody has the brilliant idea that hey, I just heard about this cool new algorithm that tells you your sexual orientation, and wouldn't it be so much fun if everybody take turns testing themselves on this algorithm with everybody else watching and making comments? What would you do in such a situation? Would you just walk away? And even if you do walk away, even if you do keep hiding from yourself, from your classmates, you will not be able to hide from Amazon or from the secret police or from Coca-Cola. As you surf the web or watch YouTube or just walk down the street, 
the algorithms will be discreetly monitoring you and hacking you in the service of the government or a corporation or some organization. Maybe you still don't know that you're gay, but Coca-Cola already knows it. So next time they show you an advertisement, they choose to use the version with the shirtless guy and not the version with the girl in the bikini. And next day when you go to the shop, you choose to buy Coke and not Pepsi, and you don't even know why. You think you did it from your free will. They know why you did it. And such information will be worth billions. Now, I know, of course, not everybody is gay, but everybody has some secrets worth knowing. Now, what do you really need in order to hack a human being? You need two things, just two things. You need a good understanding of biology, and especially brain science, and you need a lot of computing Computing power. You know, a lot of computing power. Sounds like Harari got hacked, doesn't it? Not to mention the entire generation of, uh, whose parents allow them to have cell phones and social media accounts. Notice also that the beginning of the title of the YouTube video you just heard is The Future of Education. We're headed into a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic. Most basic diseases are caused by yeast in the gut and metals in the liver, and we all have a bit of both. The garlic in Extendivite has a yeast-killing effect in the gut while also helping the sulfur enzyme in the liver get rid of the metals. Extendivite just may improve your overall health. Products like Extendivite are the only way we are going to get our society healthy. And if you're waiting for the government and pharmaceutical care to solve your health problems, you're going to have a long, disappointing wait, I think. Extendivite is a complete formula for extended life in the new millennium. 80 can be the new 60. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit partdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. 
Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast this Monday, April 24th, 2023. The first hour was uh, titled Total War. This second hour is titled Deus Ex Machina, the AI Deception. Is AI uh, the threat? No, not really. Uh, Is it as scary as it's being made out to be? No, it's a bait and switch. It's deception. That's what we see all around us, more and more. Everything is deception. You know, I heard a story over the weekend about um, somebody found a dollar bill by at a car wash or something. And maybe you've heard this story uh, circulating on social media. Somebody, somebody found a dollar bill <clears throat> and um, it was, you know, allegedly laced with fentanyl. And so the person picked it up, oh, you know, whatever, and uh, and suddenly fell ill and had to be rushed to the hospital. And I said, that just sounds like a fake story to me. You know, does anybody know the person, the, the primary source of this? Nobody seems to know this person. And I said, you know, can I can I see that? I looked at the pictures. It's a perfectly staged photo op. The, the first picture is of a, a person's shoes, apparently. And the back of back door of an ambulance. So you're telling me that you your first ride to the hospital in an ambulance, you're going to have the presence of mind after you've been drugged, apparently, to take a picture of your feet. And the, you know, it's it's the Streisand effect, in my opinion. And so, you know, the question then becomes, why would someone do that? Well, if you're trying to get rid of currency, you know, it, it bolsters the trust you know, don't trust your lying uh, senses, but trust the experts. It bolsters that narrative that we've just come through for the last three years. But it also bolsters the cashless society narrative, doesn't it? So it's pretty easy. And then, you know, to sort of um, reinforce my case, speaking of um, the true stream media 
video from which we played the clip earlier when seeing and hearing is no longer believing. Melissa Dykes mentions the New York Post story about, well, the headline is, My girlfriend Claudia was really an AI catfish. I feel cheated. So this whole relationship thing, you know, but we've seen movies about that, haven't we? You know, oh, I had a relationship with AI. Was it real? No. Obviously not. A lot of ground left to cover. So, so, you know, what is really happening in this case? What's happening is, you know, Daniel O'Connor will unpack how the AI works. We'll play that in a minute. But in simple terms, the, you know, Clark's third law, the magic trick works like this. Personality assessment systems where you have millions of combinations. I talked about that recently. This is why those personality assessments are, are particularly disturbing. So personality assessment systems plus big data plus supercomputing equals Clark's third law in simple terms. And as Jaron Lanier put it, in You're Not a Gadget Manifesto, we degrade ourselves all the time to make machines look smart. I've read from Lanier's You're Not a Gadget Manifesto many times. The Turing test cuts both ways. You can't tell if a machine's gotten smarter or if you've just lowered your own standards of intelligence to such a degree that the machine seems smart. If you can have a conversation with a simulated person, Presented by an AI program, can you tell how far you've let your sense of personhood degrade in order to make the illusion work for you? And we've been inundated with this prospect for years. So uh, there's that. I told the story. I got to hurry up. Maybe I'll save this. Um, Told a, I've told the story many times of, of Howard Rheingold's Smart Mobs, which was published I think back in 2004, talking about a story in the late 90s of, a, of an MIT grad student giving his fellow students um, cell phones on the condition. This was back when, you know, that was that was still a fairly new thing on the condition that everything they did was tracked. And I keep telling the story now. Maybe people are seeing why I'm telling it. What that student was able to do within a short period of time was to tell where his fellow MIT students, not dummies, he could tell where they would be weeks in advance with greater accuracy than they could tell themselves. That was purchased by Google. So take that, you know, the continuation of that, Michael Kaczynski's research, Google, Selfish Ledger, etc., and you can kind of figure the rest out on your own. We need to get to the last clip here real quick. Daniel O'Connor, resist the AI deception, chat GPT exposed. What is the AI? It's just Legos and fast math. Go ahead, please. There's a massive diabolical delusion brewing in the world today. One major prong of it is the alien and UFO deception. I've talked a lot about that one already on this channel, and I'm going to have to talk more about it soon because it looks like what I've been warning about for the last two years is now starting to happen, so please subscribe. But that deception itself is one brand of a deeper deception, namely the lie that, in the material universe, there's things other than human beings that can have reason. And that deeper deception is manifesting itself today in another demonic lie, the so-called 
artificial intelligence lie, that the, the lie that this so-called artificial intelligence, I should say, is on the cusp of, of sentience, of creativity, freedom, rationality, or perhaps that it already even has these qualities and features. So in this video, I'm going to prove to you that this is indeed a lie. Now, before we get into that, let me be very clear and acknowledge that this so-called AI, it is extremely powerful. We need to be extremely careful with what it will do. We need to be cautious about what might be coming down the pipeline uh, in its promulgation. There are huge dangers with AI in many realms, uh, deep fake videos, automated surveillance, automated censorship, automated weaponry even, maybe dr automated drone weaponry, so many other things. All of these are serious issues and we need to take, uh, we need to be on guard against what this so-called AI may bring about in those realms. But there's already tons of people warning about these things. On the other hand, almost no one is talking about the even deeper and darker deception that's going on with AI the one that arises from overestimating the nature of this uh, software, which is all that it is. Because in fact, in actual fact, we can be absolutely certain that artificial intelligence is nothing but an algorithm. It does not have reason. It does not have emotion. It does not have self-awareness. It cannot learn. It does not have sentience. It does not have free will. And it never, ever, ever will have any of these things. Only God, only Almighty God can create a being that has any of these qualities. So in truth, we shouldn't be calling it artificial intelligence at all. There's no such thing as artificial intelligence, just like there's no such thing as artificial human beings. I remember uh, um, several, a few years ago, several years ago, maybe, I was discussing this with some of my undergraduate students in an intro philosophy class. One student got really upset. He got upset in the same way I've seen a lot of people get upset with me when I've shown them that there are no aliens. He got upset in a way that I could tell that I pricked a nerve. I smashed something that he had clearly made into an idol in his life. People are idolizing AI. And whenever you smash idols, people get angry. But you need to smash them anyway. Anyway, uh, this student complained. He said, yeah, well, that's why we call it artificial. Uh, but his retort missed the point entirely. We can validly talk about other artificial things without succumbing to error. For example, we talk about artificial diamonds. In that context, the word artificial, it describes the process that, we, that was uh, used to generate, to bring about the diamond, to create it. It was made in a lab as opposed to being mined out of the earth like, so, like, uh, like natural diamonds. In and of itself, though, the diamond is quite real. So to be accurate, we still have to call it artificial just, just because it's not natural. You know, we had to make it. But there's no deception. There, there's, no, uh, there, there's no inaccuracy in calling it an artificial diamond. Its molecular structural, structure means that it really is a type of diamond. So that's absolutely not the case with so-called artificial intelligence. AI is an artificial imitation of only some of the appearances of intelligence. Namely, it's, it's the imitation of the computational appearance of intelligence. And that is not even at the heart of intelligence. So AI, of course, is something that's always run on a computer. 
of some sort. So let's think about this. Uh, let me uh, dive into why what I've just said is indeed true. I'm gonna make sure you don't have to take what I'm saying here just on faith. Think about computers. So computers, they, they, this is the architecture on which AI is run. Computers have many components, but anything that you could ever refer to as a, as a, quote, AI activity, that's being executed on the CPU, the central processing unit, not in your monitor, not in the speakers or hard drive or cooling fans or anything like that. So the next question is, what is a central processing unit? Three things. Memory control unit, and ALU. So, memory. The memory just stores a bunch of zeros and ones. Nothing uh, nothing too mysterious about that. The control unit just takes this and feeds it into the ALU and brings it back and forth. So what is this mysterious ALU? This fundamental component of the central processing unit, which itself is the only possible place we can ever find a, or ever hope to find what AI really is. This is where it is. So, this is where uh, you could say this is where artificial intelligence is located. Now, here's where people who watched too much sci-fi at, the, at this point and what I'm saying might be getting really excited. And by people who've watched too much sci-fi, I mean pretty much everybody alive today. So, some people are thinking, "Oh, I wonder what this is." What is this alien? This must be something extraordinary. This must be almost magical. It must be like the Infinity Stones in the Avengers or something. I wonder what ALU stands for. Maybe it stands for Almighty, Univ- Almighty Luminous Universe Force. Nope. It's the Arithmetic Logic Unit. And remember, if there's such a thing as AI, and there's not, the only place you can ever hope to find it is in the ALU. So what is actually in there? What actually constitutes the entirety of this ALU? Legos. So, uh, it's not literally Legos themselves, but it's nothing that you can't also do with Legos. I had to work a lot with these in my engineering days. Uh, I'm still, I still am an engineer, but when I was more active in that, I had to work a lot with these ALUs. Uh, n- not Legos, I had to work with ALUs. In fact, I can't help but share here uh, an old promotional video I just found from my alma mater, RPI, Rensselaer. That's, there's me. There's me working with a blimp that my teammates and I had to program to follow certain patterns on the ground using optical sensors and chips. So anyway, I've spent... Uh, way too much time already working with these types of things. But back to the point here. Why am I saying that these ALUs are just Legos, essentially? Because every single thing that an ALU can do can also be done by Legos. It would just be too big to be practical. That's the only limitation here. An ALU is just a combinational digital circuit. A combinational digital circuit is just an input, a logic gate, and an output. So here we are. We're finally getting to the essence of what so-called AI actually is. A logic gate. To be precise, a bunch of them, of course. But what is a logic gate? A logic gate is nothing but a simple circuit whose output is directly determined by its input. It is always fully logically specified by Boolean operations. For example, AND gates, OR gates. Put a 0 and a 1 into an AND gate, you'll get a 0 out. You put a 0 and a 1 into an OR gate, and you'll get a 1 out. Put an exclusive OR gate connected to an AND gate, you've got yourself a half adder. 
combine things like this in interesting patterns, and you can make full ladders and subtractors and multiplexers and demultiplexers and all sorts of other things. But at no point, at no point in this process of piling more gates on top of each other, have you ever changed the fact that what you're dealing with is really nothing but Legos, fundamentally. You have never added to the nature of the thing in question. So what these logic gates are in terms of their use has been settled here by what we've just said. But what are they in and of themselves? What are these logic gates? Resistors, transistors, diodes. Basically, that's it. Resistors, they restrict, as their name implies, they restrict the flow of current, which is just electrons. Transistors, they amplify or restrict the flow of electrons, or they just switch it on and off entirely. Nothing, very, nothing mysterious here at all. It's incredibly simple. Diodes, uh, they allow the flow of electrons in one direction, but not the other. All of this is stuff you can do with plumbing, with water. No magic. None of these things achieve anything other than what you could also do with connects. As I already said, Legos, water, copper pipe plumbing. You could make the fundamentally a fundamentally identical thing out of these uh, merely mechanical things. So let's take a look at a quick video clip online to show you that I'm not making this up. You don't have to take my word for this. There's tons of videos like this. You can find them all over the place where people have made their own logical processors using various simple mechanical devices. Here's a guy who made a half adder. These are Lego logic gates that combine to form a half adder. This is an OR gate built out of Legos. Uh, if I do um, false true, that would be, uh, you know, zero plus one would give one. Likewise, if I did one plus zero, I get one. And so all, all the transitions are all Legos. Now, I don't think there's a single person on the planet who would be even tempted to say that this Lego toy that you just saw might have sentience or awareness or emotion or intelligence. Obviously, it doesn't. It's Legos. It's, it's, a, it's a, several hunks of plastic. But what if I added 10 more Legos? Am I getting any closer by doing that? No. I have made no progress towards creating an intelligent thing, a thing with awareness or sentience or whatever. But what if I add a trillion more? What if I add a quadrillion more? Nope. We haven't gotten one iota closer to creating an intelligent thing. Adding up these differences in degree, they will never create a difference in kind. We're headed into a break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. 
free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Welcome back. Final segment of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast. And uh, let me just say, well, hats off to Daniel O'Connor and his um, unpacking. And he is an unimpeachable witness. Um, You heard him talk about his background a little bit. He knows exactly whereof he speaks. Uh, We played his example there, even though you can't see it in this broadcast, for posterity's sake. So people could go search and see for themselves the veracity of his claims. This is not the mystical force that we're being led to believe it is. It's just Legos and fast math. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. The deception is the bait and switch. So um, AI is nothing more than Legos and super fast math vis-a-vis the arithmetic logic unit, as you heard him talk about, the ALU. But, you know, this, for most people, it's Clark's third law. But remember the story of Howard Rheingold's smart mobs. And, you know, as I said, the the, um, personality assessment systems combined with Michael Kaczynski's work that, you know, with more than 300 likes, Kaczynski et al., 
could uh, surpass what a person thought they knew about themselves, which is what Harari's talking about. AI just needs to, or the, the algorithms just need to know you a little better than you know yourself. Ultimately, what we need to understand, I think, is, um, you know, can AI pass tests faster than people? Absolutely. It's, it's after all, in essence, uh, a plagiarism engine. So on the one hand, as Seth Godin says, there's no Prince Charming in this story. There's no rescue boats. No one is coming. But on the other hand, there is a king, the king of kings, and he is coming with the clouds, Revelation 1-7, very soon. So we all best be getting ready if we haven't already. And if I can borrow from James Corbett's wise admonition, we must stop playing the devil's game. We must stop fighting the devil's war and, uh, you know, ceding our attention, energy, etc. in the devil's terms on the devil's battlefield. Uh, I would encourage folks to examine, you know, I, I'm again, I'm confident Fred in Iowa would agree with me. Examine Second Thessalonians 2, 7 through 12 and know your enemy. So to close, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Know your enemy. That'll do it for today's broadcast. I hope it was edifying and uh, informative. As always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. conclusively prove George Soros's role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bullshit out there. So I'd like to give Soros, Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexican, the snowflakes, and Stay strong, truth tellers. Stay strong.
listening to RBN in defense of the Republic. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.